Greetings, greetings, greetings on this Super Saturday evening, November 12th, 2022. Today's read is going to be an article that gives a brief overview of the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. The movie has made a record-breaking $150 million the first day out. That's the worldwide numbers. Domestically speaking, I believe it was $85 million, but yo. And I don't know if this article has spoilers because I'm reading it live to you. So um, I'll put in the description if there's spoilers or not. So you'll know whether you want to listen. But I'm excited. Uh, me and my people's going to go see it tomorrow. We're wearing all white in honor of Chadwick Boseman and just us doing our thing. And um, I'm excited about it. It's a long movie. I know it's like over two hours, almost three hours. But Ryan Coogler is such a brilliant, creative talent. And he's only like 36 or 38 years old, something like that. That man is 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 so much ahead of him. His first couple movies is like super blockbusters. Did he do Creed? Fruitvale Station? Both Black Panthers? He's something else. But Ryan Coogler, I'm definitely a fan. But anyway, here's a brief overview. This Black Panther Weekend. If you haven't seen it, see it. It's available worldwide. I love to see black people, African people depicted in a way that is not the stereotypical BS. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Can you tell? So this article was found in the Charlotte Observer published Thursday, November 10th, 2022, written by Dwight Brown. And the title is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, A Respectful Spectacle. Wow. You'll say that over and over again as this mind-blowing superhero epic unfolds. Wow. The loss of King T'Challa Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. Black Panther, weighs heavily on the people of Wakanda, more so on his sister, Princess Shuri, Letitia Wright, and his mother, Queen Ramonda, Angela Bassett. They try to move forward, but are paralyzed with grief, a sorrow so deep it shadows their attempts to keep their nation safe. Outside forces covet their precious metal vibranium, which absorbs, stores, and releases super amounts of kinetic energy. They must remain vigilant. The royals think they are alone in their struggle against the outer world until they encounter an interloper. Namor, Tenak Huerta Mejia, son of monarchs, is the emperor of the hidden undersea kingdom of Talakan. His people are of Mayan ancestry. He offers them an opportunity to fight 
mutual enemies. You want to burn the world? We'll burn it together. Can he be trusted? Is combat against anyone the answer? Some say no. If you go to war for vengeance, it will never fill the hole in your soul. How do you go on after Bozeman's death? It's hard to fathom. But a mission writer, director, Ryan Coogler, and co-writer, Joe Robert Cole, ruminated over and planned out perfectly. Their attention to detail and quest to honor the legacy of the actor and character is evident in every frame. They start the movie on a spiritual plane and end it the same way. The superhero is gone, but his essence remains. Shuri steps up, but burying herself in creating new warfare technology to protect Wakanda does not shield her pain. Smart as she is, she has so much to learn. Her voyage of self-discovery drives the film for two hours and 41 minutes. That intimidating length shouldn't be of concern to ardent ardent fans. Yes, a few scenes could be slimmed, some backstory sequences shorter, and the less exposition would be better. However, for the most part, editors Kelly Dixon, Jennifer Lame, and Michael P. Shaver clip the footage in a way that makes time goes by as it should. Not too fast, not too slow, just right. As the story evolves, taking you in directions you couldn't deem possible, the majesty of what you're viewing and its thesis on dealing with death grip you visually and emotionally in the most astounding ways. Wakanda, Talokan, and all points between or beyond are stunning to behold. The royal chambers, underwater world, battleships, etc. are awe-inspiring. Production designers Hannah Beachler, Jason T. Clark, the colors are radiant or murky as they should be. Art direction Marley Arnold, Cameron Beasley, Laurel Bergman, and Jason T. Clark. Regal attire and Namor's ethnic jewelry and garments are glorious or suitable costumes. Ruth E. Carter, love her. Action scenes to dance sequences are captured and lit <laughs> like they belong in a blockbuster movie. Cinema- cinematographer Autumn Durald Arkhipov. Uh, let's see. Composer Ludwig Göransson's thrilling, thrilling score intensifies emotions from woe to bravery. And the eclectic world musical playlist Burna Boy, Aleman, Blue, Rojo, Thames, highlighted by a haunting theme song. Lift me up. I love that song. Sung by Rihanna is a keeper. Kugler and Moore's script takes the audience into a heady, ethereal dimension that's as Afrocentric in nature as the original Black Panther. But this sequel is different. New, female-centric too. The way Queen Ramonda confronts the nation's adversaries on world stages is so confrontational and unapologetic she should be running the United Nations. It's a dignity, grace, and strength that Bassett brings to all her characters. However, 
She is in her glory as the exasperated matriarch. My entire family is gone. Have I not given everything? She deserves an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress. It's almost as if the rest of the cast takes their lead from her. The professionalism, the wrangling of the emotional core of each character, the flawless diction and steadfast performances come from a stellar ensemble cast at the top of their game as guided by Kugler's intuitive direction. Wright strikes the right chord between bravery, vulnerability, and mourning. Her shui searches for answers in imperfect ways, stumbling as she goes. The very hard-driven Namor, whose nation's survival comes first, is her perfect foil. Mejia's interpretation of this aquatic warrior is a respectful acknowledgement of Native American culture and its centuries-old dynasty. He also deserves an Oscar. Kudos to Lupita Nyong'o's, Nyong'o as Nakia, the undercover spy, and Dominique Thorne as Riri, the tech inventor. Danai Gorira plays Okoye, leader of the Dora Milaje Special Forces with dignity. Martin Freeman's Everett Ross shines as the United States Department leak. Many may wish that Winston Duke's role as M'Baku, the leader of Jabari Mountain Tribe, had been more expanded. He deserved more screen time. Be prepared to be awed by the majesty, dangerous liaisons, warfare, and inner growth. You'll walk out of the theater shrouded in an overwhelming emotion that won't subside, a feeling deeper than 99% of the superhero movies you'll ever see. A eulogy, a spectacle, a marvel, a state of grace. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Are you going to see it? Wakanda forever. <laughs>